some time ago. I had spent some time praying and fasting for a breakthrough in my life. A man of God without me asking had prophesied that I will get a phone call and that would change the direction of my life. Many years passed since he spoke and nothing happened. It looked like things went from bad to worse. And, but everything looked normal from the outside. But I felt as dry as a bone. Because the people who were supposed to be moving with the Holy Spirit, with the Lord, were not. And I was troubled by all that and it affected me. So I decided to fast and pray. And right after the fasting and prayer, I got this phone call. That was from Pastor Koshi in Bahrain, who himself with this whole church has been, had been praying for a revival. And they got my name in prayer. So Pastor Koshi, knowing my number, called me immediately. And uh, he said, come to Bahrain for a three-day conference and I told him that I, I thought maybe initially it was just to play guitar or record the video of that but when he said I had to preach I told him like I have not preached even for one hour how can I preach for three days but anyway he told me if the Lord convicts you, then come. And I showed up at that church because everything that I prepared, I had to throw away and I just had to stand. I remember that standing on stage with absolutely nothing prepared, and I wouldn't advise that, and waiting on the Lord to move. And then, then, the Lord started showing me. It looked like two sides of a coin. One, there were a group of people who had seen it all and they had grown cold and they have heaped up knowledge upon knowledge upon knowledge and nothing was new to them and they were looking for something new to refresh their hearts but they were looking in the wrong place and they could not, the heart, their hearts could not be refreshed because that knowledge blocked them from who God really is. 
what they needed was a fear of God in their life. And then, on the other side, I saw people who were condemning themselves. Whatever happened, they blamed themselves or they thought it happened because they did that or they didn't do that. And it seems like they didn't measure up to their own standards and therefore they didn't measure up to God. And, and if I didn't know better, I would say that they needed the love of God. And I was thinking, maybe there's fear of God and there's love of God, but then the Lord spoke again and said it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Both need the same thing. And the Lord said, I am going to do this. Why I'm saying all this is because I was reminded of all that today, right now, in this church. When I looked across it, I saw people with the same struggles, with the same situation. And the Word of God says it's not by power. It's not by might. It's but by the Holy Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God, what He teaches, the natural man cannot receive. It is foolishness to him. And so, while in Isaiah 6, the Lord showed himself to Isaiah and then Isaiah said, I had a vision of the Lord. It's not like an effort Isaiah made to see the Lord. The Lord showed himself to Isaiah. That is all there, but then there is something you have to do. There is something Isaiah had to do. The fact is that you're all called but you got to praise him. You got to break through. You got to see what is more important. Is the world more important or is God more important? If God is more important, offer to him a sacrifice of praise. Break on through. He doesn't change. He's not reluctant to come to you. You have done what, whatever stupidity or nonsense as there is to find a for yourself being blocked and what that praise does is remove those blocks so you can reach out to God and that is why it's called a sacrifice we don't have to offer offer of a sacrifice of lambs and bulls and goats no. It's the fruit of our lips, sacrifice of praise. So you can choose to be passive 
just like blind Bartimaeus, he could have chosen to be totally passive and let Jesus walk on by. But no, he cried out. He crowd, cried out. And it stopped God in his track. Jesus turned around and said, bring him. Hallelujah. Then Bartimaeus threw away the, what represented the blindness in him and ran to Jesus. You need that hope. Your hope of glory is Christ in you. And the Lord will reach out to you. But you need to draw near to God and He will draw near to you. We understand I'm explaining about the fear of God and why it's necessary and why you in spite of thinking it doesn't apply to you, it applies. <clears throat> We've read from Ezekiel and from Isaiah about Satan's fall. He wanted to be like God. But then here is Adam and Eve in the unfallen states and, and the unfallen state before they fell. For all intents and purposes, the whole of creation considered them an ambassador of God. In other words, they were God. Understand me correctly. And we have that same thing if we are clothed in Christ. What Satan wanted Man had, man lost, and Christ gained it back. And how you get that is the helmet of salvation. First, you must fear the Lord, otherwise, all this is foolishness to you. power and authority. Last night my fan was making a lot of noise. I did not know what to do but then I re remembered that I have the authority and I spoke to the fan. We remember we are a peculiar people. I said stop making this noise. Be quiet. Be still. Work normally and immediately it stopped. Not five minutes later, not two and a half minutes later, immediately the noise dissipated. We have the authority and the power. Why don't you use that? That is why you need to offer up a sacrifice of praise to get 
into that understanding of it, who you really are in Christ. If you played with magnets, two magnets, they attract each other. And if you turn the pole, they repel. But fear of God is attraction to God. It keeps you from wandering left and right. The love of God is from above poured out into our hearts. And that's how we know true and unconditional love. But to understand that love of God, we must have the fear of God. And fear of God is doing what the Lord tells us to do, which is sacrifice of praise. You need the breakthrough in your life. I don't know. It looks, seems to me that like you do. So what, what are you waiting for? A show? I could dim all the lights, make this room dark, put on extra lights with colors and smoke and all that, and have a worship team. All that will do is entertain you. But what you need right now is to reach out to God and have God change the state of our hearts. The revival starts with that. A couple of nights ago, I had a dream about this. I shared it with Anu, where the Lord was restoring the innocence we had when we got saved. The first love. Hallelujah. Where anything was possible if God said it. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage you to praise Him. I don't care what you think, what you feel, what your situation is, whether you had breakfast today or yesterday or even this month. I don't care if you've been starving till now. Praise Him. He'll give you food that you do not know of. Not in the natural. Lift up your voice. And thank Him for what He's done. At least you are here. He's kept you. He's brought you thus far. Lift up your voices. Lose that pride. Ahangaram. Lose that. It's not how much word you know. That alone will not save you. After I got ordained and after I was honoring my call as a pastor, one person in the previous ministry was who's and was used mightily by God and was still used by God, got offended and he told somebody else. And that's how I know. He said, I know more word than him. What right does he have to be a pastor? It doesn't matter how much you, word you know. What do you have in your hand? What is your relationship with God? He will teach you the word that you need to know to set you free. And if you are not free, how can you minister that freedom to others? Yes, we walk by faith. Yes, 
people get healed. When I pray and I need healing myself, that is different. But my soul is not downcast. Hallelujah. I trust in Him. I hope in Him. He's my King. He's my joy. He's my Lord. His name is Jesus. And I suggest you praise Him right now. I don't care what you think, what you feel. Be thankful to Him. can be in English, can be in Malayalam, it can be in Swahili for all I care. God understands your language. You're not doing it for your neighbor. You're doing it so that your heart seeks the Lord, seek you first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all the other things shall be added unto you. Remember the vertical love it comes down from God and it is there for us but we need to settle things in our life offer him a sacrifice of praise and he will settle things in your life cast your burdens unto him lift up your voice right now praise him hallelujah I do not know about you or what you felt but I want to tell you that the Lord is faithful and he has moved in our midst and I want to see or hear testimonies of this of the Lord's move in our life why I am so certain of this is because I know something has changed in the spiritual realm and those who you have received please share your testimony but not now but later we just sang i put my faith in jesus my anger to the ground my hope and firm foundation he will never let me down no i put my faith in jesus my anger to the ground my hope and firm foundation he is my hope and firm foundation he will never let me down this is what i want to talk about today is not that i planned the song out it just so happens to be in the song list and these words happen to be in that song and just so happens that i'm going to talk about it today lots of things are happening but there is no coincidence in this the lord is behind that and i want you to understand that the lord is moving both in your life and in this place in the city today's talk is going to be on the foundation of our faith our foundation of our faith is in christ more specifically it's a cross of Christ let me explain there is salvation only through Jesus through Jesus alone there's no other way 
if you can't stand up to that either you don't believe it or you're ashamed of it in john 17:3 jesus says this is eternal life that they may know you the only true god and jesus the christ christ is not his last name jesus christ whom you have sent jesus messiah in john 14:6 jesus said to him i am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me so the foundation of our faith are events based on that the birth of jesus christ that is god became man his atoning death on the cross that is paying the price for our sin the resurrection on the third day of jesus that is the conquering of death the return of jesus that's the restoration of all things in in that there is sanctification and i can make this list as long as the bible or longer or have in volumes if you want but our anchor is the cross why is that important because when we preach the word of god you must go through the cross or everything in the bible is meaningless all the promises are yes and amen we'll get to that but you might as well be a muslim or a hindu or a jew if it's not through the cross of christ what do you have what you call the bible is just printed matter and it's a book and there are better books that man can think of i'm not saying there are better books yes to understand i need to explain this further so that this is very clear i'm not devaluating the word of god by any means but this cross is our tether it's a foundation it's a anger it's a ang- not anger anchor the ship holds us to that yeah to it's a lifeline to which our faith is attached christ tethers us to all the promises of god what is a tether have you seen space walks in in the movies yes there's always a string attached from the astronaut to the space shuttle in case the astronaut gets detached they can pull him back yes yes but in the movie gravity they let go and the guy goes for a success as a as a uh, yes that phone didn't go for a success but do you understand yes the tether to our faith is our lord jesus christ yes Do you understand? Yes. If that is not there, if it's not the cross of Jesus Christ, it's all meaningless. And we wonder why the word is not true. A person asked me once, "Pastor, you said that I was healed. Why am I not healed?" I told him very straightforward, "You are not healed because 
you want the healer i mean you want the healing not the healer it has to be rooted through the cross of jesus christ the lord can work in spite of that but that is not a formula that we can rely on do you understand yes so christ tethers us to all the promises of god in 2 corinthians 120 for all the promises of god in him in christ are yes and in him amen to the glory of god through us through us god spoke and then we proclaim yeah we understand that from psalm 68 yes the promises of god which says salvation is available only through jesus christ this is a point of contention with anybody who is not spirit filled holy spirit filled and if you dilly dally with this truth you will find yourself falling away i have have told you before whenever there's a problem drop christ in the middle of that it separates truth from error it the word of god equips us for every good work it makes our way prosperous i'm not discounting the word of god the most important thing that i do personally is to make scriptures the meditation of my heart i'm not discounting the scripture but the scripture has to be approached correctly through the cross otherwise what what does it mean how how is how is the new covenant applicable to you or me or even a jew is only through the blood of jesus christ do you understand that yes So in Psalm 19 verse 14 it says that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight O Lord my strength my redeemer So I meditate on the word I'm talking about me Yes for me this is how hearing and hearing of the word of God happens This means I yield myself to God by giving attention to his word in my own mind i give it the top most priority i rehearse scripture to myself i never get bored i think of them and wonder and ponder over them from yesterday i was thinking about the mountains of bashan i'm thinking there is more and the lord taught me more for example og was a king of bashan He had how many fingers? Six fingers, yes. And his bed was big. The Bible says, how do you know that? In the Bible, two ones. But that wasn't history. But in the new covenant, the mountains of Bashan now belong to our God and to us. Why are we not conquering that? Like I said, I ponder the word of God. I speak them aloud to myself every day. This I do using technology even. I talk to myself, I record myself and I make sure some people repeat what I say and then every day I repeat that. It's called the daily declaration of faith. I do that. 
I could think I'm much 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 more mature than that. No, I cannot be more mature than the word of God, can I? If I think that I'm deceived. Like I said, it's my anger. It's my tether. I said last week if I don't have the fear of God, don't come to me. Don't come near me. Don't call me pastor. It is the fear of God that keeps me holy. God's word to me is living. It changes me from the inside out as I meditate on it. I can I have a choice. I can meditate on the trouble or on his word. I choose to meditate. I choose to allow its truth of the word of God turn over and over in my mind. and then it slowly changed my life and is continuing to change my life i'll teach the importance of the word next week but this week i want to make clear that the foundation of our faith is not in a book especially in the translation of the bible that we carry or in a building called the church understand me very clearly the revelation of the character the personality of god was written down in the old covenant or the old testament because not everyone in the old testament was filled with the holy spirit so for example if karun was a prophet of god in the old testament i'm not saying he is not in the new testament and he was filled with the holy spirit god spoke to him then what did he do he said thus saith the lord and he wrote it down yes yes for charles to understand because he is not a prophet of god he is not filled with the holy spirit so karun hears from god god proclaims karun writes it down and we have the old testament and that is read by charles oh god says this you shall not eat candy but give all candies to pastor <laughs> yes you haven't read the bible huh? no but do do you understand yes that is the old testament why are we sticking to that in the new covenant we study the character and the personality of god that was written down in the old covenant yes but there is more than that that is just the beginning we are the temple of the holy spirit of god are we not so god lives in us so does he live in the ceiling so when i tell people look to god they all look to the ceiling from out of your belly shall flow rivers of what living water so next time i say let's pray all of you look at your belly yes we are the temple and jesus reconciled us to god our father in heaven and he gave us the holy spirit so that we have a relationship with god do you understand it's more than a book 
book is there don't go beyond that but it's more than a letter it is a person of jesus christ if you don't have a relationship with that person how dare you call him as a christian god became man his atoning death resurrection and the return of jesus are events that are foundational to our covenant and our faith do you understand i was explaining this to harsh harsh is anchu's brother harsh is rabbi's husband harsh has a father who prepares everything in advance so that was his job and he's good at that yes i'm not making fun of that but i was explaining this to harsh and harsh didn't understand the concept so i asked him when you were born before you were born did your father make the birth certificate or was it made after you were born then i realized that was a bad question to ask harsh because knowing uncle he probably prepared the birth certificate before so I said wait I didn't ask that no but I said no 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 but I understand now eh so when you're born first the baby comes out yes that is a cross then you make the birth certificate that is the word of god do you understand yes so what is spiritual If you just follow the word of God it's foolishness to the natural man. Do you understand? Is that clear what I said? Yes. So what has not been revealed to the saints you seek the Lord. and what has been revealed to the saints remains a mystery to those who obviously are not because it's foolishness do you understand and if you are born again which i believe you are then why are you wasting your time and effort doing rituals and yesterday i was think i was somebody asked me about prayer i I said you I mean you can sing songs you can sing songs by hail song and everything all that is there but bible tells you to sing a new song unto the lord yes so singing hail songs or the other songs are like having a prayer book you just reciting the those prayers do you when i'm hungry i don't go open my book for lunch and say to my mother before yeah oh mother dearest esther i am must hungry esther she'll throw something at me yes oh she used to say kartoti claim before when i was naughty yes i which i was not yes all the time yes but sometimes yes. but do you understand you see why christianity is not a prayer book yes go to um 2 1 corinthians 2:14 
but the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of god for they are foolishness to him nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned when i see the holy spirit is moving i see some people ah, what's going on here they're counting their fingers i have five fingers is that not natural do you understand it's foolish to get into debates or arguments with carnality because they will draw you into their field you're not carnal are you and there's no way you can understand the cross from carnality do you understand but when how who does the convincing the holy spirit what do you do you just do the preaching do you understand yes so lead that spiritual with god who is spirit yes do you understand yes so arguing with this kind of idiots and morons about our faith because there are lots of this i've even downloaded a couple of books or written by atheists all of it is foolishness because though it makes sense in the natural mind spiritually doesn't hold up anywhere or doesn't hold water to what what is there do you understand first of all when you argue with an atheist be it an atheist or a muslim they'll try to draw you into their ground and there you will lose because their ground is the word of god and you can't defend the word of god in that session yes the bible is inerrant but you got to prove it and you need more than one session to prove that because obviously like i told you the translation you hold in your hand and i proved it on in the bible studies you can make translators can make mistakes do you understand but the word of god is true and that is who we are we are the custodians of that of the new covenant yes so to get to that to make people understand that it'll take a time it'll take some time if you are trying to do it but for the for the lord god who works everything spiritually is instant do you understand so getting into that kind of argument is not defending our faith bible calls us to defend our faith but faith is what spiritual how can you defend it naturally it's foolishness you will lose every single time do you understand but try to make them understand spiritual you will gain a person to christ that's why you preach the truth in love doesn't matter you don't get afraid of that person you speak the truth and god will do the convincing he'll do the part i've seen this happen over and over again colossians 1 26 to 27 even the mystery mystery means what is hidden until it's real yes yes it's hidden yes even the mystery which has been hidden 
from the past ages and generation but now is revealed to his saints are you his saint i can't hear you yes so it's been revealed to you go seek it seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all the other things shall be added unto you don't seek all the other things first to them verse 27 god made known what is the glorious riches of this mystery again that word among the nations it is christ in you the hope of glory it is christ in you it is a mystery it was hidden but through the cross it's revealed do you understand that otherwise it's foolishness speak the truth with love that love from god it's a wisdom from god yes again colossians chapter 267 as you have received christ jesus the lord so walk in him rooted and built up in him establishing established in the faith as you have been taught abounding with thanksgiving rooted in what in christ not in the bible in christ i'm not saying the bible is not important get don't get me don't misunderstand me yes in christ who's christ the word of god do you understand through that you have acts through that through christ all this is valid but without christ what is this nothing do you understand abounding with thanksgiving why you give thanks because our god is alive what is he done for you lately do you understand last night he once again proved the authority that he has given me by me saying no to the fan making noise yes yeah. do you understand and it worked defend your faith by exhibiting evidence instead of false google knowledge remember the fakery bakery you can find out anything from google search now spring search ai i already told you a pastor told the ai to make a sermon and nobody knew the difference that's how good it is but that is not the truth is it colossians 33 for you are dead your life is hidden with christ in god again your life is what hidden in christ with god yes 2 corinthians 32 this is important you Paul is saying our epistle that means the letter written in our hearts known and read by all men I think Andrew Mack said this if you arrested for being a christian would there be enough evidence to convict you maybe you may be carrying a bible you will have a handband 
wristband that says, what would Jesus do? Maybe you have 10 rosaries on your neck if you're Catholic. But take that all away. What is the evidence? How many of you know where that... Uh, what is that junction when you go before Adakochi that uh, where there's, there are a lot of bars? What's it called? Huh? Topumbadi. Yes, Topumbadi. Topumbadi police had a problem. Long time ago. A man was dead. And everything pointed out, pointed to a pastor as being the murderer. So they went to this pastor and spoke to him and said, we're going to have to take you in and into custody. Pastor said, what's the problem? This man is dead. He said, oh, take me to him. And he raised that man from the dead and he asked, did I kill you? The man said, no. So he's not dead. The police don't have a case. He said, can I go now? The police didn't know what to say. But you don't find that in Malayalam or Indian Express, no? That's really happened 12, 12 years ago. <laughs> Do you understand? Where is your confidence in? Who is it in? Do you understand? In 1 Corinthians 11.1, 1, Paul said, Imitate me just as I also imitate Christ. Hallelujah. That is confidence. Paul is not perfect. No human is. But he had the guts to say that. Like Moses had the guts to say he was the most humble person in the whole world. I'm putting it in my words, yes? Last week, I spoke about the treasure hunt, yes? I said that X mark the spot. Yes? When we follow Christ, it's a cross, not an X that marks the spot. A relationship that continues to reveal the character and personality of God more. That is what we ought to have. We ought to have a revelation of will, His will. That gives us the purpose for our life. Should I work here or should I not? What is the purpose? Many people just ask, well, I just want an answer from you, Lord, and then I'll go my way. A harvest is ready, but the work is a few. God will say, okay, go your way. Away with you. And then you have peace that surpasses all understanding. Don't be fooled. Don't be fooled, yes? The revelation of His will, if you seek Him, gives purposes to our life. Yes, the Bible is absolutely necessary. But the death, resurrection and the return of Christ are events that are fundamental to our covenant and our faith. Do you understand that? This requires us to, as 
the standard Christian standard Bible says Luke 12:5 because a lot of others other Bibles translate this word differently though accurately it talks about god killing or murdering humans but you need to understand that it's like saying has god not uh, put down all the physical laws is gravity not a physical law so if you jump off a building is god murdering you the law is there no do you understand so you must understand it properly and this version makes you understand that is a csb christian standard bible i will show you the one to fear fear him who has authority to throw people into hell after death yes i say to you this is the one to fear do you understand yes death the wages of sin is death god told adam if you sin you will die do you understand so in a he's laid down his principle but this is what it means do you understand this is the evidence of christiness the fear of god not just miracles alone the fear of god do you understand it starts with the holy fear go to 1 peter 1:17-19 and if you call on the father who without partiality judges according to each one's work conduct yourself throughout the time of your stay here in fear that means when you're alive your stay here means on earth in what fear in fear of what god has not given us a spirit of fear fear of god yes and it explains more and i'll teach you more next week god willing what the spirit of fear is and what the fear of god is and what the difference is in the new testament or new covenant we don't have a spirit of fear for god has not given us a spirit of fear am i clear but let's get back verse 18 knowing that you are not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold but and from your aimless conduct res um okay where am i here redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers yes but with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without small without spot do you understand comes back to that fear of god based on what the cross of christ if you don't have that are you really proclaiming the salvation you can claim psalms all you want but without christ is that valid to you Do you understand? I'm not saying that God won't work, yes? We who are in the new covenant, redeemed with the precious blood of Jesus Christ, should never be scared of God. 
fear of God should not be confused with the spirit of fear. Like I said, I'll be teaching more about that. But this week I want to make you understand the cross is the foundation of our faith in Jesus Christ. If you don't have that, you're fooling yourself and you're causing a nuisance to other people and you're calling it Christianity. Christ is a tether, a lifeline to which our faith is attached. And all the promises are yes and amen in whom in Christ. Yes, without him it's useless. You might as well throw your bible away. Is that clear? Let's all stand up. Don't think Don't think in your mind that I was preaching against the word of God. No, no. Not at all. But you need to understand what is primary, what is important as we sang. It is Jesus, Messiah. And through him all the promises are yes and amen through Messiah through Christ through Jesus his atoning death on the cross makes all the promises of God available to us and makes the word of God the most precious thing and makes a way for us to have a relationship with God he is the anchor to tether of our soul let's continue worshiping continue worshiping the lord <laughs>